Hey, I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. And this is Forward Farming. Hey guys, welcome back to Forward Farming. You are in for another solo episode with me today. Um, <laughs> Becca and I were planning on recording tonight. It is Monday night. <laughs> and uh, I got a text from her um, right around four o'clock and it was not a very happy text. She was having some problems at work. <laughs> um, I don't want to air out her dirty laundry, but she was not very happy and very understandably so. Um, so <laughs> she was going to go home and have a couple of beers and, and I don't blame her. So hopefully <laughs> say a quick little prayer for Becca's sanity because she's going to need it. Uh, this coming week and the weeks following. So, uh, cheers, cheers to you, Becca, on that one. <laughs> Take water real quick. Okay. Uh, so today we are going to be talking. We uh, we're going to have another little chit chat. So this week is my birthday week. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, Dan got me this shirt. He just gave it to me. It says vintage 1991. 30 this week. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about um, things I wish I could go back and tell my younger self. Um, because 19 year old me was is is and was very different from 29 year old me. Um, so some advice I would give my younger self, and maybe it will resonate with some of you out there. Um, <laughs> so I don't know how this is going to go. I, I kind of came up with this on the fly. So if it's a little rambly, sorry in advance. Um, but uh, I hope it turns out okay. So, so that's what we have. That's what we have on tap for today. Um, but let's, let's talk about some highs and lows before we get into that. Let me just put stall this for as long as I can. <laughs> uh, so um, last week was a very busy week for both Becca and I. So we took a week off for Thanksgiving and uh, it, was, it was a nice little break. Just, it was a good week just to kind of not have to worry about anything. Um, so last week, gosh, last week we had my, my grandpa Beaver's funeral on Tuesday of last week. And so obviously that was my low. Um, <clears throat> it was in the middle of, of deer season. <laughs> which that's not why it's a it, it it's just good timing I guess I don't want to say but like I'm, it's not great whatever I don't know how to say this being correct um but it, it's uh so my grandpa beaver let me just talk about lol <laughs> um I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast or not but my grandpa beaver hunting was always a big deal for him. Uh, so always opening weekend, he would come stay at my parents' house and we'd have two of my cousins come stay with us too. And, and at, at deer camp, we'd always go out for fish on Friday night and then we'd play cards, uh, drink, <laughs> and we do that all weekend. So I uh, have his funeral during deer season. It's, uh, a good way to celebrate him and, 
in, in the future to it always be there um, kind of as a reminder to celebrate him. And uh, yeah, uh, I don't know what else to say about that. Um, so that was, that was not great. Uh, but another low that I had just happened tonight, actually. So I was... <laughs> trying to make a vlog for my YouTube channel. If you didn't know I have a YouTube channel, go check it out under Cranberry Chats. Uh, I just have a couple of cooking videos up there right now, and I'm not, I'm not a great cook. I'm not great in the kitchen by any means. I think that's very obvious to anyone that knows me. Um, so I wanted to make some cooking videos just to show people easy ways to use cranberries, especially during the holidays. Um, so I have a couple of those up right now and I was showing those to my family and the last video I did with a cranberry curd, it was a, it was a disaster. I, I hear Dan in the back, I'm yelling at the dog. Uh, <laughs> um, so I tried to make a cranberry curd and I made this pie before and it turned out great every single time, except the time that I was trying to make a video with it. It just, the curd didn't set right. And my my mom pulled it up uh, around around my brother and they're watching it together and they're like, Amber, why are you doing it this way? Why are you using a metal whisk in a in a nonstick pan? And I was like, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> um, so they're they're roasting me. And uh, so it's not it wasn't serious. They were like, you do so many other things so well. Why are you trying to turn this into a cooking channel? I just try to be polite and help people use cranberries. God, don't yell at me. Um, <laughs> so anyway, long story short, uh, I, have a, I have a YouTube channel. And so I wanted to do like a hunting vlog uh, because as you guys know, I, I hunt quite a bit and I don't take gun season, rifle season too seriously. I, I prefer bow hunting a lot more. Uh, so during rifle season, I go sit out for a couple hours in the morning and then I go inside. I go back home <laughs> from like 10 o'clock until two o'clock warm up a little bit and then go sit back out for the evening. So it's not like I don't sit out there all day. I don't, I'm not diehard about it by any means. Um, so I had, I was editing all this footage on my phone and I went, I was using um, this app called Splice to edit all the footage together. And when I got done, I had like a half hour long video that was saved on this app. And I went to go save the video edited video onto my phone, but it was saying I didn't have enough storage on my phone. So I went through and I was deleting pictures and videos and, and podcasts that I listened to and all this stuff to free up storage. And um, I went to go save it again. And it's like, nope, still don't have enough storage. So my dumbass <laughs> was like, oh, well, I have, since I have the videos saved and edited together on this app, I can delete these like 10, 15 long minute clips from my phone, just permanently delete them because it's already saved in the app. So I deleted it and I went to the trash folder and I emptied that out. So gone off my phone. And when I went back into the app to save it, to save the video again, back onto my phone, I was like, sorry, there's no media. All your media is gone for this video. So the videos that I deleted, took it off the edited video. <laughs> and I, I, was angry. It took me like an hour and a half to edit this while Porter was napping. And <laughs> I was, I was talking to Becca. This is right when she was telling me all about her crisis at work. And, um, 
<laughs> and she's like, there's, there's no way that this is gone forever. Like there's nothing that you put on your phone into social media is gone forever. So thankfully I checked my iCloud and there it was all the video clips are still saved on my iCloud. So now I have to go back through and re-edit the video. Uh, so hopefully I'll have a hunting vlog up because there's some, <laughs> there's some stories in there. Um, to give you guys a little snippet, uh, why uh, the timing is kind of weird. Um, so Thursday night of the week of deer season before opening day, there was a beaver full moon. And I've never heard of a beaver full moon before. Um, everybody that I've talked to had never heard of a beaver full moon before either. Uh, so Friday night or Saturday morning going out for opening day, the moon was so big and so bright. So to have that um, walking into the woods for opening day was pretty special. I was like, it was like my grandpa was, you know, wishing me luck or wishing us all luck. So that was pretty cool. Um, so more on that in the video. How's that for a little teaser? Go, go check out my YouTube video, you guys. <laughs> uh, anyway, was that, was that my high low? That was my high? Mm, I don't, my high. Uh, yeah, we're, we're just gonna count that as my high <laughs> that I saved my video. Um, goals for the week. I'm turning 30. I, my goal is not to have a mental breakdown about it. Um, my mom booked Dan and I a hotel room in La Crosse for my birthday. My birthday's on Friday. So she booked us a hotel room Friday night and she's like, go out, have fun, just relax, go out, be social. Um, just get away, go celebrate your birthday. And I was like, oh, that's very nice. Thanks. And then the more I got to thinking of it, it's like, I don't want to be away from Porter overnight. Like, well, no, I don't want to do that. I'm not ready yet. So I was like, hey, sorry to be ungrateful, but can you cancel the hotel room? <laughs> uh, very nice offer, but no, I'm not ready. Uh, so instead we're going to the cross, we're going out to dinner. They have, there's a restaurant that has like those little um, bubble igloos that you can sit outside. Uh, so my family is going to be uh, taking out for dinner on Friday night and Porter can come too. And then I think we're going to go see the rotary lights and I'm excited to see Porter through the rotary lights. It's right on the river. It's really pretty. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited for him to get excited about the lights. He loves, he loves bright lights. Uh, so my goal is to not have a mental breakdown about turning 30. It's not happening yet, right? Um, okay. So, so let's, let's, let's talk about advice I give to my younger self. I, one of my favorite songs is, uh, Vienna by Billy Joel. If you've never heard it, um, go just, just pause this real quick and listen to it. I think it'll, it'll help. Um, so I first heard this from, 13 going on 30, the song is in that movie. And I, I heard it when I was kind of going through a rough time and it's in like in, in my mind, I was going through a quarter life crisis <laughs> because I just felt so lost. I felt like I didn't have a purpose. I felt like I didn't know who I was, what I was supposed to be. Um, and there's so much stuff I wanted to accomplish. But I felt like I was just spinning my wheels, not getting anything done. So there's a line in the song that's uh, 
so what's it say? Slow down, you're doing fine. You can't be anything you want to be before your time. And and that really that hit me deep, you know. Um, so take me back to my mid-20s, 23, I believe. Uh <laughs> So when I was 23, this was when my life felt like it was just spiraling out of control. This was when I was working down in Iowa. The ringtone on my phone was, what's my age again? Nobody likes you when you're 23. <laughs> and I feel like this is just the worst year of my life. I, <laughs> it was just, I, I felt like I was just trying to accomplish so much in, and nothing was happening. Um, so if I could go back to me in like that crisis mode and, and if I could just tell myself those lyrics over and over again, like if, if you told me at 23, we'll just use 23 as an example right away. If you would have went back and told me at 23, said, here's a crystal ball, here's a glimpse into your future at age 29. And if you would have told me that I would have married Dan Bristow, I would have called you crazy if you would have told me that I had a son, I would have called you crazy. If you would have told me that I was back home working on the marsh and I had been, that I would give up baseball to go back home to work, I would have called you batshit crazy. <laughs> uh, there's just so many things at that moment in time that I wish I had that now if I, looking back on it, I was like, there's my life would be so different if I got everything I wanted in that moment. There's, you know, people ask like, oh, what's, what's your biggest regret? What's, what's something that you wish you could take back? And, you know, there's some things that I look back on and I'm like, ooh, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have treated that person this way. I wish I would have, um, I wish I would have not gotten into this relationship. I wish I would have, you know, grew a backbone. I wish so many things, but then if you stop and think, you know, if I did all those things that I think are cringy now, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't have this life. I wouldn't have Porter. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have Dan. I wouldn't have any of that. So, um, it's crazy how things work out the way they're supposed to, like as cliche as that sounds, I wish I could go back and tell myself that. And I wish I could believe that in that time. Um, but the biggest thing I wish I could tell myself uh, was I wish I could tell myself and make myself believe in myself. I wish I could go back and, and tell myself life gets so much better if you are confident in yourself and your abilities. And that it's okay to not fit everybody's mold. It's okay not to fit everyone's standard idea for you. I mean, growing up, like I've, I've always not fit the mold that people set for me. I remember being very young, like three or four. And um, I've said this before, I'm the only girl on, on this side of my family and I'm the youngest. So when I was little, I remember my aunt buying me this Wisconsin Badger cheerleader uh, little dress 
with big red pom-poms and saying, oh, just wait till one day you're in high school dating, dating the quarterback and you're, you're a cheerleader and like, oh, it's just gonna be so fun when you're a cheerleader and, and dating the quarterback and going to Madison and, and being a badger and <laughs> see how that worked out for her. Uh, <laughs> um, but like my, and, and like my mom making, forcing me to take dance lessons when I was little and me being like, nope, I want to take Taekwondo. So I took Taekwondo instead. Uh, so I went from ballet recitals to Taekwondo tournaments, kicking the shit out of little girls. <laughs> um, so I've, I've never really fit the mold people have set for me. And I always felt a little guilty about that, that I wasn't pleasing everyone the way that they thought they wanted to be pleased by me. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, so I wish at that point, I wish I could have told myself to do what makes you happy and not what makes other people happy. I've always gone against, um, I always, I like I knew I didn't have to please them in every way, shape or form. Because like I said, I, I was defying them all through my childhood. So why is it any different when I can actually make decisions for myself uh, in, in the real world? Um, so life got so much easier once I had confidence in myself. And I think the biggest thing that tripped me up in that was school. Uh, when I was going to school, I felt like I couldn't, I wasn't, I I hated school. Like I, I wasn't good at it. I didn't learn well uh, through through school. Like I, if you threw a textbook at me, I wouldn't comprehend anything. I, it just doesn't work for me that way. But if I go out and I uh, have on hands-on experience, I learn things a lot better. And I felt like teachers didn't understand that. Like they knew I was smart. They just they. I think they just thought I was lazy. Like I wouldn't study and they're like, ah, anyway. Um, so I, I didn't really realize that until I had a professor in college. He was my econ professor and also my, my advisor. Um, I, I sat down with him after class one day and I said, I, I hate this. I, I feel like I'm not learning anything in your class. And it's not because you're not doing a good job teaching it just because it, I don't like learning like this. And I asked if there was any way that I could get credit by doing like field work or, or something. And instead of sitting in a classroom and that's when I started doing internships, he's like, I understand. Like, I know, I know you're not quote unquote book smart, but I know you're very street smart. And that gave me a lot of confidence um, that someone else could realize that I wasn't an idiot, <laughs> you know? it just wasn't the right setting for me to learn. So he really encouraged me to, um, to do what was best for me and, and do internships. And that was how I met Dan was through that internship that he helped me, um, get started with. And that's how I really started my passion for working in baseball. Um, so without, his encouragement and telling me like, no, I, I understand to go do this instead. That really boosted my confidence level in myself. Um, and I needed a lot more 
of that reassurance because I still didn't feel smart enough. I guess I did like I did. I wasn't smart. I wasn't confident enough in my abilities at that time. Um, and so that was that was great that I had a mentor to who understood and was on my side and and was backing me up through this. And uh, I can't thank him enough for everything he did for me at that time. So um, anyway, if if I could go back and tell myself, have confidence, you are smart. Just because you don't get straight A's doesn't mean you're dumb. Um, just find a different way to learn. Go do more hands-on experience. Get out of the classroom. Go go meet people. Go socialize. That's what you're good at. Um, use that to your advantage. And I think if I would, if I could go back and and kind of like give myself a resume um, of my skill sets and be like, this is what you're good at. Hone in on this, not test taking, not on um, numbers, not on you know all the things I'm bad at that I was trying to improve on. Um, focusing on what you're good at, focusing on your social skills, focusing on um, your people skills, focusing on marketing, focusing on this kind of um, skills, and and the rewards will be far greater, and it'll be a lot less stressful to work on things that you're good at. I'm not saying that the other things aren't important, uh, because I wish I would have paid more attention in my accounting and finance class now, because I need I need that skill. Um, <laughs> your porter crying in the background. Sorry. Anyway. Uh, so I just wish I could go back and be like, this is what you're good at. Have confidence in these abilities and and don't try to tackle all of your insecurities all at once. Work on them over time, but really focus on, on what you're good at. Um, so that would have been that would have been helpful. Uh, I think another thing I wish I could go back and tell myself, girl freaking backbone, man. I I grew up very sheltered. Uh, I grew up, um, I'm going to sound like a loser. I didn't, I didn't, I've never had like a big group of friends. I've never had, I've never had that. Like I, I, I'm much happier to myself. I'm much happier in my own thoughts than sharing them with people. So I'm very, I'm very introverted. Um, and once I started dating out of high school, God, I wish I had a backbone. I wish so badly, not only in just like, and I'm thinking about uh, one relationship in particular where I got taken advantage of um, a lot of mental abuse, a lot of uh, just just diminishing my self-worth. And I knew it was wrong, but I was just afraid to say anything like, hey, you're kind of an asshole. I don't like you, but I was too afraid of hurting his feelings to say that out loud. <laughs> um, and, and looking back on, on that now, it's like, why? Like, you knew it was not good. Why, why, why didn't you just say something? Why didn't you, why were you putting up with it? Um, but again, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but if you're in a situation like that, um, I'm sorry. Uh, please talk to someone. Um, if you, if you need to talk to me, I, no judgment here. I, I totally understand that feeling. Um, but just talk to someone. Um, anyway, uh, 
I also wish I had a backbone, especially my freshman year of college. I not only was I taken advantage of in, in that relationship, also when I was playing softball, I was very much taken advantage of um, because I didn't have a backbone. I I worked my I worked my little hiney off. I put in way more work than a lot of these other girls. I'm not just saying this to like brag. <laughs> like it's it's true. I I worked so hard to be a part of that team and I wasn't rewarded for it. I am confident that my skills were a lot better than a lot of than some of the other girls that are getting a lot of playing time, but the coaches just used me to run. Uh, I was a pinch runner was kind of like my, my role on the team. And they also wanted me to keep book. Like that's what I was working my ass off for was to run for one inning and then sit on the bench and, and do stats. That's what my role was. And they convinced me that's all I was ever going to do that year, even though I could hit way Like I was much more of an accurate hitter than a lot of the other girls. I, I was smart. I was a smart player. Didn't matter. Um, they just kept me around and, and ran me, <laughs> ran me to the ground. And, and they, I was still putting in a lot of, I was still practicing, um, doing all the stuff with, with all the other girls practicing, like I would be playing and then come game time. Oh, nope. Sorry. You're on the bench. Uh, that was really crummy. I wish I had the backbone to be like, Hey, F you, this is dumb. Uh, it's not worth it. Uh, so again, it's not a regret. I don't have, I don't want to say that I have regrets ever. I just wish they're all just lessons at this point, because that really, it really hurt my feelings, <laughs> you know, uh, that I was quiet and I wasn't rewarded the way I thought I should be rewarded, but I didn't say anything. Um, so I didn't like being treated that way. And I learned from it. I learned, I learned to stand up for myself. I learned if I don't like something, someone's not going to read my mind. I have to say, Hey, you're being an asshole. Stop doing this. Um, and I just became very self-aware after kind of that happened. Um, and that's something I wish I could go back now and be like, Hey, pay attention to your gut instincts. If this isn't feeling right, if you think, if you think this is, is wrong, say something. Uh, if, if your gut instinct is telling you, um, you should do this instead of this, follow your gut because you're it's, it's right all the time. Um, so I wish, uh, I wish I, I would have had a backbone and then, um, and if 19 year old me could see how thick my backbone is now <laughs> compared to then I would be, I would tell you, that's not me. I would be floored. Uh, so the growth I've had in 10 years um, in, in self, my self growth in, in the last 10 years is crazy. And it's one of the things I'm most proud of is how far I've come from 19, 20 uh, till now. Like it's, it's bananas, the confidence that I have in myself now. And I don't, want to come across as cocky by any means just I, I know what I'm good at I know what I'm not good at and I hone in on things I'm good at like I just said um so my confidence <laughs> it's ridiculous um another thing I wish I could go back 
when I was, I had, I had braces for eight, eight years. I had braces all through high school. I got them off right before my senior year, freshman, got my braces put on right after eighth grade in the summer of between eighth grade and ninth grade. I got them off like a day or two before the start of my senior year, had them off my senior year and started my freshman year, got them slapped back on the day after I came home uh, from my freshman year of college. I had them on for another three years. Yeah. Um, and I had my jaw broke uh, to fix an overbite and a crossbite. That's why I needed the braces on a second time. I wish I could go back to myself at that point and be like, it's worth it. It's worth it. Your teeth are going to be the best, <laughs> your best feature. Uh, so protect those suckers because eight years of braces is a long time. So protect, protect your teeth. Take better care of your teeth. Floss every day. Invest in a good electric toothbrush because it makes a world of difference. Let me tell you. Um, so hold on, I'm thirsty. What else? Um, I wish I could go back and tell myself to take better care of my skin, drink more water, take care of yourself physically. <laughs> like there's only so much that working out can do for you. And I didn't realize that until I had my shoulder surgery. And I couldn't work out. It wasn't until my <laughs> shoulder dislocated a couple of times that I realized I can't, you need to do more to yourself than just working out to maintain a healthy body. Uh, what you eat actually matters. <laughs> Who knew, right? Um, it wasn't until I was pregnant that I figured that out. Like I knew, obviously, like I knew, I knew, um, but I didn't take it as seriously until I got pregnant with Porter and I had the diabetes <laughs> that I was like, oh yeah, like the way you eat actually does a lot more than uh, what working out does for you. So um, when, when I was pregnant, I was eating so clean. So, so many fruits, so many vegetables, just a healthy, the way that you should be eating. And so by the time after I gave birth, I like, I'm 20 pounds lighter now than I was before I got pregnant. And I think a lot of it has to do with how I was eating during pregnancy, which is crazy. Um, so I'm trying to keep up that, uh, that side of things. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to eat a lot better, not have pizza twice a week, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And not, not drinking Dr. Pepper all the time, drinking a lot more water. Um, and, and keeping track of like my protein intake and like how much sugar I'm eating in a day, I'm not saying that I'm perfect in that, not saying that I am so strict, but just learning what works for my body, uh, and what doesn't listening to my body being me like, Oh, I have a headache today. I wonder if it's because I didn't eat enough protein. I wonder if it's because I'm not drinking enough water instead of just running and taking like some ibuprofen or something being like, mm, it's probably nutritional that you're not something's missing is why you have this headache. So, um, I wish I could go back and tell myself that also, uh, later in my twenties, I wish I could tell myself again, backbone, going back to that, stand up for yourself to bosses, know 
what works for you and, and don't get walked on. There's a fine line of stating your opinions um, and, and pretending like you don't have any. So I think it's, <laughs> I think it's more appreciated to have opinions instead of trying to please everybody and be like, like in my mind, I know this is a stupid idea, but because you told me it, because you have no marketing experience, I'm just going to do it anyway. Instead of saying like, what if we tried this instead? It's okay to be told no, is what I'm getting at. I wish I could understand that concept a little bit more. And that's something I'm still working on. It's okay to be told no, without feeling totally rejected. I think that's what I've been trying to say all along. There's, rejection is good. Rejection um, is a tough one to swallow, but it also leaves a lot of room for growth. And just because you were rejected from an idea, uh, or if you're rejected because someone doesn't like you, that's okay. You're not going to please everybody. Um, all of your ideas aren't going to be good ones. There's going to be a lot of times you're going to flop and fall flat on your face, but that's all right. You just learn. Everything's all about learning from from experiences and that's kind of how I'm I'm viewing things now is everything is just a learning experience and trying not to take everything so personal I take things very personal for a lot of different things if someone looks at me funny I take it personal and that's all I think about and it keeps me up at night so I'm trying not to to let the small I'm trying not to sweat the small stuff um so yeah in a nutshell to summarize things, grow a backbone. Rejection is okay. Uh, hone in on your skills. Know what you're good at. Um, <laughs> everything is a lesson and everything happens for a reason. Like I said, if I, if I didn't, uh, if I wasn't in that bad relationship and if I, if I stayed at, at the first school I went to, if I, I would be a speech therapist because that's what I went to school for. That's what I wanted to do at that time. I didn't think about getting involved in sports. If I, even after I went to lacrosse, if I hadn't had that conversation with my professor about feeling like I sucked at school and I, I needed a different way to learn. If you wouldn't have told me about this in about doing internships, I wouldn't have met Dan. If I wouldn't have, um, if I want to have failed my accounting class in the middle, right, right before I accepted a job offer for the Milwaukee Brewers, I want to have come home and started working on the Cranberry Marsh. And I want to have started dating Dan and I want to have had Porter and like all these things just add up. All these failures at the time are adding up. And in reality, it was just doors closing for another door to open. And it's so cliche. And I hated when people told me that but it's so true. And I wish I could just <laughs> tell my younger self that the cliches are, are true. And I wish I would believe myself. Um, so if you're, if you're kind of in the same situation, if you feel like you're lost, if you feel like you don't have a sense of direction, if you have no idea what's next, just, just hang on. Big things are coming your way, whether you think they are or not. If, you're feeling low, if you're feeling rejected by something, by someone, either change it, change what's making you feel like shit, or, or learn from it. 
you know, if, if someone's making you feel like shit, if you're in a toxic relationship, whether it be romantic or with a friend, uh, end it. You, you deserve to be happy. You deserve to be surrounded by people that make you feel happy because there's people out there that will make you feel happy. There's people out there that will love you unconditionally for who you are. You don't have to change for them. There's no reason you need to change for anybody. Um, if you want to change for yourself, I hope it's positive. I hope the reason behind the change is personal growth. And it's because it's what's best for you. I, I hope... I hope you realize your self-worth because you have so much potential that you haven't tapped into yet. Um, and, and life is pretty great right now. So I wish I could go back and tell myself all of that. So cheers to the end of my twenties. It was started off terrible, but it's ending pretty fucking great not gonna lie so cheers you guys thank you so much for following along um not only on my journey of and supporting me in so many different ways um but also supporting (laughs) becca and i um and and this and this mess that we've created (laughs) together so uh hashtag bless this mess and and let's bring on the 30s thanks for listening guys uh we'll see you next week and if you're not following us already head on over to our social media pages facebook and instagram forward farming podcast you can find me over at cranberry chats and also on my our, my new youtube channel and hopefully i'll have a hunting vlog up soon that's also at cranberry chats um go subscribe and say hi you can find becca uh over at farming with the hillbies And if you haven't left us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, please feel free to do so. If you want to see the unedited version of our podcast, head on over. We also have a a podcast YouTube page, uh, Forward Farming Podcast. Go subscribe to us there. Go leave us comments, likes. uh, Go say hi. We love interacting with you guys. Um, And... And I think it covers everything. So thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye.